Kind of wondering what's on in your area and describe TV? Folks, check out the DV Guide, ami.ca slash DV Guide. Go in there, enter your postal code and the time frame in which you're curious about, and up will come all of the programs that are in audio description right there and available to you. That's ami.ca slash DV Guide. Ramya Muthan, Kevin McDonald, we are the hosts of the program. Thanks for being with us on your Tuesday as we work our way through. So did you get enough uh, tips there from Danielle? Not just tips, but real nostalgic reflections of our <laughs> own puppy raising. Because, yeah, Glizzy's turning three, right? So it really is recent memories of all of the things that she talked about. Really nice. Real nice tutorial almost there. That was uh, <laughs> a really wonderful. Oh, yeah. okay. I better save that to my podcast, folks. So do, for those that found that quite handy or if you haven't had a chance, do check for it real. out. Let's talk about the world of uh, health and wellness with Francis Wong. Hello, I'm Francis Wong, and I invite you to join me as we explore topics of health and wellness so that you can make the best choices for you to live an informed and radiant life. If you live in Toronto or many other similar uh, places, locations, you've probably noticed cannabis or weed stores popping up all over the city in the last uh, few years. And with more opening across Canada, marijuana has become more and more popular. Uh, Francis, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Kelly. Uh, first off the top, there are many, so many different terms that people use when they talk about marijuana. Weed, uh, I've heard the terms THC, uh, CPD, and hemp. Can you break that down for the listeners, please? Yes, well, I agree that it can seem quite confusing, especially if you're not familiar with all the terms used in this industry. And it's quite an industry with about 147 million people or 2.5% of the world population consuming cannabis on an annual basis. In fact, the World Health Organization notes that half of all drug seizures worldwide are cannabis seizures. And in Canada, it is the second most commonly used substance after alcohol. So when people are talking about marijuana or weed, they're generally referring to the cannabis plant and the, and the consumption of extracts of this plant. Before we dive deeper into this, uh, Kelly and Ramya, what are some of the reasons that you hear or think of for why people consume marijuana? Um. Well, of course, medical. recreational, oh. medical, pain, mm -hmm. pain control. Um, there's a few others. Experimentation, that, uh, which is recreational. Um, mm -hmm. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, those are good. Um, yeah. Pretty much covers it. Um, there are several reasons um, as, as why people use marijuana, especially since can, um, Canada has become the second country in the world to legalize and regulate the sale and use of cannabis, uh, which happened uh, in October of 2018. Prior to that, it had been legal for medicinal purposes in Canada. And as you both mentioned, some people like um, that high feeling or buzz that they can get, which may help them in performing better or being more productive in certain tasks, while others like marijuana for the feelings of well-being, since it can have relaxing and calming properties. Mm -hmm. Then there are people who are curious and want to experiment recreationally. And another more common reason is that there are those who use marijuana therapeutically to self-medicate. And by that, I mean to reduce social anxiety or stress or to reduce symptoms associated with depression, using it as a natural remedy. So you guys covered it all. <laughs> Um, in very basic terms, the human body has an endocannabinoid system, or ECS, which is basically a network of chemical signals and cellular receptors found throughout our brain and body. Uh, 
The cannabinoid receptors in the brain control the levels and activity of other neurotransmitters that affect our body, such as regulating hunger, temperature, alertness, pain control, and sleep. The cannabinoid receptors in our bodies play a role in controlling also our inflammatory and immune responses, and our bodies produce endocannabinoids, which bind to these cannabinoid receptors. So getting back to the plant, the cannabis plant contains over 100 chemical compounds called cannabinoids that hold both medicinal and psychoactive properties, and these have a very similar structure to the molecules produced by our body. In other words, by consuming marijuana, we can trick our body into giving us similar effects that our own body would create. You were asking about THC and CBD at the top of the segment. Well, these are two of the compounds found in the cannabis plant. THC stands for tetrahydrocannabinol, and CBD stands for cannabidiol. So what's important to remember is that while both cannabinoids have many of the same medicinal benefits, the way they affect the person is different. So THC is known for its euphoric effects, which give people that high, whereas CBD doesn't have this effect. Have you guys also heard of the term uh, sativa and indica? Not myself. Yes, strands. Mm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So these actually refer to two of the three species of cannabis. I'll just mention the third one, which is called ruderalis, but it isn't consumed because it is low on the medically active compounds that people seek. So when someone is shopping for marijuana, they can choose from the category of sativa or indica or a hybrid, which is a combination of both. Sativa strains are generally but not always associated with that energizing high, whereas indica strains are generally um, more referred to as nighttime strains and is used for relaxing and unwinding in the evening. So due to crossbreeding, though, pure sativa or pure indica strains are rare. Most today are, in fact, hybrids that have just a little bit more of one than the other. And of course, there are exceptions as to the various strains and their effects since everybody's personal chemistry is unique, but you can always ask the staff at the shops for assistance. Hybrid strains will get their effects from both sativa and indica. So for those who can look at their parent strains, um, for those you can look at the parent strains to give you a better idea of what the effect will be. Yeah, and and it kind of links back to what you were saying about self-medicating or um, your reasons for the use of marijuana when you think about the effects of sativa and indica, right? And and why you would choose uh, a particular strain or care about the um the 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 way that it would make you feel afterwards. So some mm-hmm. people use marijuana therapeutically, and you touched briefly on that. Uh, what kind of health issues can marijuana address? Yeah, the reason I wanted to cover this topic was because of the health angle and to raise awareness to listeners about what marijuana can do. So I know for myself, previously with my lack of knowledge, I had associated marijuana with just getting high. So medical marijuana has been used and prescribed where other treatments have not worked or in conjunction with treatments. There are a variety of health conditions that studies have reported as possibly benefiting from marijuana, but I think one of the main purposes of using it therapeutically is for severe and chronic pain. Other conditions that marijuana can be used for include Alzheimer's, epilepsy and seizures, multiple sclerosis and muscle spasms, and even severe nausea or vomiting caused by cancer treatment. 
a 2017 report by the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine showed some evidence that marijuana can help alleviate short-term sleep issues associated with some health conditions, but ongoing research is improving what we know about both the pros and cons and risks and benefits of using cannabis. What are the various ways that one can consume weed? Uh, so there are four primary ways that marijuana can be taken. The first is smoking it in a joint format where marijuana is rolled in cigarette paper or using pipes. The second method is drinking or eating it through teas, sodas, or baked goods like gummy candies and brownies. The third way is through vaping, which is breathing in dried cannabis or liquid cannabis vapors through a vaping device. And the fourth way is something called dabbing, which is breathing in very hot vapors from heating cannabis concentrates. We don't have enough time to get into it, but I wanted to mention that if you are orally consuming weed as an edible, note that the effects take longer to kick in. So it is highly recommended that you start off with a very small dose, even as little as 1 to 2.5 milligrams, and that if it's your first time, that you do it in the evening in case the dose is too much, and then you can just sleep it off and not have to force yourself to stay awake the rest of the day. People like to consume edibles uh, because mm -hmm. they may not like to smoke or vape or the smell of it. And edibles are discreet. Like you really can't tell if a brownie has marijuana in it from a regular brownie, which also means you need to be careful to place these out of the reach of children and pets. Yeah. Yeah, that's a huge one. Um, also, Francis, I've been hearing about other ways to utilize marijuana aside from actually um, uh, you know, consuming it, uh, eating it, drinking it, in um, injecting it, what not injecting, you know what I mean? Like um, <laughs> yeah. actually putting it into your body. So uh, can we touch on some of those? Yeah, sure, Ramya. Um, I know this is the health and wellness segment and not the fashion one, but one of the other uses of cannabis is in consumer textiles such as clothing, handbags, and fabrics. And you might remember during our plastic segment back in April how I mentioned that a lot of clothing today is made of petroleum-based plastics like nylon or polyester. So if you're looking for an alternative to those, you can consider hemp in addition to cotton or wool fabrics. Right. Hemp is the common term used for cannabis that is grown for non-drug use. And the reason hemp isn't used for recreational purposes is that it has such a low amount of THC that you cannot get high on it. So you can try. <laughs> hemp is also used in other materials like industrial textiles, such as ropes and twine, carpets, nets, and canvas, along with paper such as newsprint, printing paper, and cardboard packaging. There are other uses for hemp seed oil, such as varnishes and lubricants, and in foods such as cooking oils and salad oils. So as you can see, cannabis is a very versatile plant. Wow. Any other final thoughts that you'd like to mention about marijuana? Sure. Um, over our conversation, we've talked about the different use of cannabis and how they can be beneficial to you if you wish to experiment. There are also limits as to the amount that one can carry. And of course, you must be of legal age in your province or territory to be able to buy, possess, or consume marijuana. And just a friendly reminder that because it is legal in Canada doesn't mean that it's legal elsewhere. So if you're traveling and you consume marijuana in any of its forms, check first to see whether you are even allowed to travel with it. 
it's still highly recommended that you consult with your family doctor if you're considering consuming marijuana, especially if you're pregnant or on medications as there are possible contraindications that could lead to negative side effects with certain drugs. We've only scratched the surface, so I invite the listeners to look into this further if their interest has been piqued. Mm. Yeah. It's, well, oh, go ahead, Rob. Well, I was just going to say, we know it was a pretty big move um, several years ago when Canada made it legal to to buy and consume marijuana, you know, different things. Um, we know it was a pretty big deal. But as you say, Francis, it it's still quite new, like in the bigger picture of things uh, and international perspective. So um, we're still kind of learning, like everyone's still learning. And actually the I'd say the the stigma around marijuana use is still kind of uh, in that state of transition as well. People feeling more l- liberal about talking about it and and um, not necessarily is thinking, oh gosh, marijuana, that drug, right? Like because there are all these different uses why people um, learn about it or utilize it themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's a little bit more normalized because you see all the exactly. shops. Mm-hmm. And and I think as we hear the different uses, whether it's the synthetics, whether it's you know people consuming in in drinks and different things like that, uh, and it makes you you know you wonder, okay, governments and and again, I think a lot of the people who are opponents of it look at the fact that well, if you're going to legalize alcohol, you know, this is something that in a lot of ways is is natural, well, is natural, and there are other benefits to it. Um, and it's hard if you we've like you said, Francis, starting and doing your research, your knowledge of it is, hey, man, it's recreational. And, <laughs> and, and, and I think that's been one of the hardest things that I've grasped with um, with people who need it for for definitely medical purposes. Thank you very Absolutely. much. Interesting topic. Thanks, guys. Francis Wong joins us biweekly to talk wellness opposite our nutrition segment here on Kelly and Company with Julia Caranches. Coming up next, the Ashkenaz Festival is one of the largest and most prestigious showcases of Jewish music and culture in the world. We learn more about this event in two minutes.